0: Southeast Radio's morning mix.
1: Southeast Radio!
0: Good morning, Alan, and good morning to your listeners. So, I'll come to you first off, uh, Ashley. You've just recently relocated to the area, have you?
2: Uh, that's correct. Well, I've been in Wexford Station since about 2002, but just in the last year, I moved over to New Ross for a short stint for 14 months, so I'm back in Wexford now since the end of July. And it's, a, it's, a,
0: it's a bit like Garda Patrol on the programme today, because I've just had the Chief <laughs> Superintendent on this morning, but now we do a regular feature on a Tuesday uh, with and guard as she called it and you're going to look at some of the, the main talking points this week so the first one we're going to look at is criminal damage an incident in the new Ross Town Park
2: Yeah, that's correct, Alan. This is just an incident um, that the Guardian, New Ross, would like to highlight. Um, So you might be familiar with the Pierce Park there in New Ross. It's in Marsh Meadows on the N25 as you head into New Ross from Wexford. So last Friday, uh, between 9 and 4.30pm, the public toilets in the park were damaged significantly. Um, large amount of damage to the internal of the building. So I suppose the Gardaí in Euross are just appealing to anyone who may have been in the park at the time, uh, anyone who was passing on the N25 or anyone who has heard anything since in relation to the damage to contact them in Uros. The phone number there is 051-426-030. Right. So that's a very uh, good amenity down there in Euross. Uh, there's lots of facilities in the park. It's used by a lot of people. So there should have been a lot of people in there on Friday. So if anyone at all noticed anything, they'd appreciate their assistance.
0: Uh, and what is the position with regarding Criminal damage in general, Ashleen, because like we had somebody contact us yesterday, and they were actually a, a bit afraid to come on and talk to me this morning, and they're concerned about an incident in a Wexford town housing estate where there's a development going on at the moment, where they've seen criminal damage taking place to machinery that's been used, and I can't go too much into detail mm-hmm. because. But I, 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 I like am appalled really that the person felt afraid to come on and talk to me this morning about this. That that's not that's not right either, is it?
2: No, it's not right. And um, I'd also encourage them maybe to contact and guide you con if they haven't yeah. done so already. Yeah. And you can be sure that somebody saw something or has heard something since. So there's always people out there who have information who would be able to help out with getting that sorted. So if you are in contact with them, I would urge them to...
0: And I can generalise a little bit because maybe by generalising I can help other people in a similar situation. Basically, Siobhan, a researcher, took a call from a listener who felt that there was a a car car being damaged, uh, machinery being tackled, um, work being done in a a very central part of Wexford at the moment uh, and being vanishing and like basically if someone finds themselves in the situation, if we could get that message out that you're there to help them.
2: Absolutely, and I mean that damage is going to affect the person who owns the property, it's going to affect the housing estate, it might slow down the development of that housing estate and maybe people waiting to move in etc. So it has a very big effect ongoing, you know, right. for, for that area so absolutely anyone who would know anything in relation to that or any other criminal damages that are happening to contact. And does the same thing go for
0: anti-social behaviour?
2: Of course, of course and uh, Wexford, New Ross, and Gory are open 24 hours a day seven days a week Uh, there's also um, a Guard the Confidential line that's 1-800-666-111 so if anyone who you know wishes to report something but doesn't necessarily want to um, you know, give their details, they can contact and guard the on, on that confidential line. And i just repeat that for you, it's one 666 111
0: And I know now you've been in the studio with me before, and I think you uh, and Eddie were at pains to point out that the fear factor, that you can make a call in with not, without being identified, because that fear of reprisal is out there and it's strong at the moment and it's a deterrent to people coming forward. Like the people who spoke to Siobhan yesterday
1: were afraid to come on and talk to me today, and that is simply not right. Well, that's it. That, like, that is quite literally the last thing we want is somebody living in fear. Yeah. If there is anybody like that, I have no issue with if anyone wants to contact me uh, directly. You can contact in new Ross Garda station. You can ask them for my email address. You can leave a message. I can ring them back. The same will go for Ashling. The same will go for anyone who's in here. If you would prefer to speak to us directly and even not give, um, uh, give permission to, to make a statement, you just want us to be aware of it, that's no issue. Yeah. So if, if somebody is concerned and living in fear we are here to help we genuinely want to help you so even if you don't want to make a statement in relation to it you just want to make us aware please feel free to contact us
0: and can it be handled
1: then with I
0: suppose privacy really
1: oh definitely definitely like the person who's reporting it in uh, they can email me um, I, I can give out my email address now it's yeah. niall.j.mar m-a-h-e-r at garda.ie ie. You don't even have to leave your name or phone number. There's no problem. I will be aware of it from there. However, if you would like me to, to, to contact you back, obviously i need need yeah. some, some information. But that information will remain with me until you give permission for us to take a statement from you but we can act on whatever information that you send to us and it has uh, between myself and uh, Eddie uh, Sergeant Wild we have had people contact us and we have been able to progress matters from people listening to the show so you're not going to be alone if you are contacting us there have been people previously that have contacted us so we would urge you if you are living in fear if you want to report something even if it's confidentially you have to guard a confidential line or you can contact any of us directly
0: Okay well hopefully that will allay the people who contacted Siobhan yesterday and uh, would love to and the, the opportunity for them to speak to me privately and identify them as still there or to speak on air and, and share their concerns. But now, Ashley, let's get back at your day one here with us and you're going to look at the back to school road safety message. We're speaking to Sergeant Aisling Furreter. So what is the back to school road safety message?
2: Uh, so, Alan, so I suppose by the end of the week and certainly by Monday, all our schools will be back up and running after the school, after the summer break. I'm sure all the children are delighted to be back in school now, come Monday. So I suppose the back to school road safety message is just for everyone who will be travelling in in the vicinity of schools uh, at um, opening time and closing time. And they're short periods of time. So they're only you know probably 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon. So the message is just to slow down in the school zones, in the 50 kilometer zones, to just be aware of children maybe walking to school, cycling to school, um, that they just the increase numbers on the footpath, etc. To be conscious of illegal parking in the area of school so you know especially on wet mornings and no parent wants their child to get wet but just be conscious of where they park and to make sure that everyone is able to get into the school in a safe manner. Um, anyone who's using school buses, those that are travelling on it uh, be conscious of their um, their behaviour when they're coming off the bus etc and crossing the road safely and then just to be conscious of pedestrian crossings and any schools that have still have traffic wardens uh, for all um, road users to be I suppose um, conscious of the pedestrian crossings and to, to respect those that are, right. that are using them.
0: Yeah, and we're going to stick with Moulterine because you're going to look at National Slowdown Day for us as correct. well. So that's That's on, next Monday.
2: That's on Monday, September 4th, so that's next Monday. And I suppose the idea of the National Slowdown Day is just to highlight to road users through high visibility policing uh, just, the aim is just to remind drivers of the dangers of speeding and uh, to increase their compliance with speed limits. So the roads policing units are out there every day anyway, but this is just um, a day next Monday just to highlight the dangers of speeding, etc. in the area.
0: Now, I know National Services Day was going to be the focus po- focal point of the second part of our programme because we're going to hear from uh, the Order of Malta and the RNLI, and we're going to g- hear a national perspective on it as well. And Wexford Ashling has been selected as only one of four centres for National uh, Services Day. So, and Garnish Chicolin, no doubt, will be represented.
2: That's correct, and that's this Saturday, uh, September the 2nd. So, it starts off on Saturday with a parade from Trinity Street down onto Wexford Quay, that's at 12 o'clock, and then there'll be activities continuing on the quay until 5 as activities for children and for adults alike. Um, I just want to point out as well that the quay will be closed for a short period of time while that parade is taking place onto the quays from from Trinity Street. So as I said that starts at 12 o'clock. So plenty of emergency services there, voluntary groups loads of equipment for the kids to look at it's an excellent opportunity for the public to come and meet the emergency services and the voluntary groups and also to chat to them because obviously they do great work and they're a great addition to the community.
0: And we'll have much more on that in the second hour of the show but Niall uh, you haven't got a cowboy hat on you but uh, moving away from all the infor- or the formal stuff a little bit of informality Your, the brother is involved in a big country festival is that right?
1: Yeah we have Bree Country Fest on Saturday night so that's why I'm down here not in uniform I uh, uh, I had to apologise for my attire I'm in the middle of getting ready for that uh, yeah Burns Grain store in Bree on Saturday night Yeah, we have Derek Ryan Claude Lawler and Cleoda, Cleona Hagen Um, Tickets are available On Eventbrite And the last few tickets Are available in the shop In Bree If anyone is interested In going It's guaranteed to be A fantastic night Um, So if, if anyone is interested, it's definitely worth going to.
0: And also, while we're on the subject of highlighting events that are coming up, the Blue Light Ball is back. Now, this is a fantastic initiative. What's it for this year, Ashley? Uh,
2: that's correct. The so Blue Light Ball. It's an aid of Wexford Hospice Home Care this year, and it's on on Friday, October the thirteenth. It's in the Talbot, and anyone who would like to attend, uh, which would be a great night, the tickets are available from Wexford Garda Station.
0: And now you're up to date. And thank you very much for for joining us both in studio. Lovely, lovely to have you, Ashling, in studio. It's your first uh, your debut performance. But uh, thank you for. Joining us. Thanks very much. And Alan. thanks, Niall. And the Garda Confidential Line, I think it's very important we just give that
2: a mention again, if you don't mind, yep. please. Yeah, so the Garda Confidential Line is 1 800 666 111. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.